No prizes for saying that inflation's a hell of a problem right now. Question is, what can the Reserve Bank do tomorrow to counter that? They are coming out with the OCR. David McLeish uh, from Fisher Funds is with us. Hello, David. Hi there. How's it going? Very good. Uh, do you fall in the up 0.25 or the up 0.5 camps? Well, it's pretty finely balanced, but I'm probably tending towards the half a percent hike. Why? Well, I, the, I guess the first point is is that most people will point to just simply inflation being sitting up at near on six percent, which is the highest it's been in thirty years. And I guess there's, uh, you know, that's justification enough for the Reserve Bank to probably make that leap to to fifty basis points. Um, and also, I guess the other point is is you know, things have changed offshore. Developments are that uh, other central banks have begun to signal that half a percent moves in their cash rates are, are justified and likely in coming months as well. So mm. I think that gives them cover. OK, so let me talk you through what, where I, get, I start thinking lately is that I, I talked to Gavin Gray from the UK the other day and he reckons that uh, inflation in uh, the UK is going to hit nearly 10%. Uh, and I see Australia getting up there as well. I see the problems in China with all the lockdowns, etc. I see the problem with supply chain issues. Inflation is endemic to the whole world. It's like a pandemic of inflation around the, around the whole world. And I worry that we could overreact thinking we can control the inflation in New Zealand when in fact it's everywhere. And then if, if you go too harsh, you, you end up with stagflation. Yeah, you, you really do run that risk. And that is a very, very difficult balancing act. So you make a very good point. And, and I have a lot of sympathy for that. I'd, I'd just add really that actually we've had softer economic data since the last policy meeting here in New Zealand. Mm. We've had a slowing, we've had slowing house prices. We've had falling consumer and business confidence, and we've actually had reduced credit card spending as well. So that does indicate that inflation alone, let alone maybe the interest rate rises that we've already had, are actually already starting to bite, um, which does point to maybe a, a slower and more methodical um, uh, increase in, in the cash rate without inflicting too much more pain on yeah. On society, so I do get that point too. Well, I also I also got uh, Grant Robertson saying that you know this inflation thing is worldwide at the moment. It's been exacerbated by a war, a war that appears to become even more frozen. What is it into now? Day forty nine. You know, we're talking seven weeks, and a lot of people never expected this. So this is going to have ongoing effects. But anyway, the banks themselves have already raised rates uh, in anticipation of coming hikes. So if you're borrowing retail, you're going to have to pay more from tomorrow. There's a good chance that they keep continuing to, to, to raise mortgage rates or other borrowing rates for sure. Um, you know, obviously it will, uh, there is already an expectation, uh, you know, financial markets are forward looking and there's an expectation that the official cash rate on Thursday morning will be at 1.44%. So that's about a 75-ish percent chance that they do hike by half a percent. Um, so that's already in the price and I think already in mortgage rates right now. But uh, should they continue to go at, say, 50 basis points clips from here, um, which some people are predicting, then for sure mortgage rates are going higher. And this is this is probably quite linked to what I asked before, but internationally our Reserve Bank was one of the first to raise rates last year. It was praised by the IMF. But since then we've seen the tone shift in the UK, the US and Australia too because of inflation. They're starting to uh, catch up. Is there an advantage or disadvantage in being a leader or a follower when it comes to these rates? 
I don't think there is. Um, there is obviously a currency impact. So by going earlier and raising your interest rate, you essentially will probably put upward pressure on your own currency because that's a relative uh, interest rate differential, um, which might mean that the, the New Zealand dollar is stronger than it might otherwise have been if, if the Reserve Bank hadn't moved faster. Um, a stronger New Zealand dollar means that it costs less New Zealand dollars to potentially purchase uh, imported goods hopefully keeping inflation down somewhat. So there might be some uh, secondary benefit there. But you're dead right. The big thing that's been driving inflation, which um, you know, I think is well worth mentioning, is uh, supply-side issues. And those are, are not well dealt with when it comes to changing the official cash rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, changing interest rates usually changes people's demand. Um, what we've got here is a, is a lack of supply through mm-hmm. um, you know, external shocks to the, to the system because of the pandemic. If I ever got in a room with Putin, <laughs> I'd have to say, mate, you chose the worst time to do this. I can't believe it sometimes. Hey, all the very best, and we'll wait to see what happens tomorrow. That is David McLeish, who is from Fisher Funds, and I thank you so much.